Blog Talk Radio. The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. Say what? The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. It's rising, rising, rising. The Phoenix is rising, 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 rising. The Phoenix is rising, rising, rising. The Phoenix is rising, is rising, rising, rising. Welcome to Warrior of Compassion Reflections, where we reflect current events back to you. Despite being beat down, censored, silenced and betrayed, the voice of freedom still speaks out. Join us as we bring the truth to you on Warrior of Compassion Reflections, where we reflect on the current events of the day not only from the progressive viewpoint, but the humanitarian viewpoint. Visit our website www.nextstepcoaching.mysite.com and consider becoming a patron to support our mission to create a world of justice, equity, and compassion. In our society, being human religiously and being loving and kind is often called being socialist or communist. Just like a country, when it begins to treat all of its citizens with love, compassion and justice. On Warrior of Compassion Reflections, we reflect on this dilemma and the twisting of words and phrases that thwart democracy, so we can break free from the mental manipulation. Now, your host, Dr. Om Prakash Gilmore. Hello folks, welcome to the show today. It's always good to be with you on Water of Compassion Reflections, where we just reflect what is going on today and we look at it through the lens of love and compassion and we decide as we look at it if the things going on have anything to do with love and compassion or not especially when we look in the areas of religion something terrible has happened to the institutional Christian church lately especially in the last four or five years it has failed. It has turned its back on the teachings of Jesus and has gone for the teachings of men who only want power over other people. It has become sort of like a Taliban trying to force fake Christianity onto the nation and to thwart the teachings of Jesus and the real Christians. This is a dilemma that we find ourselves in right now and struggling against right now. Many people are afraid to say this. Many people don't want to admit it. 
many people don't want to speak out against it because those who are the enemy of the church have infiltrated it to such a degree and have intertwined Christianity with their way of living to such an extent that speaking out against their way of living and seeing the world seems as though we are speaking out against God and the teachings of Jesus. But when we look at it and examine it clearly, we will find one thing. They are not following the teachings of Jesus. And they never have been. We look at history. We see where the church as run by Constantine and then by other governments went in to the countryside, burned a lot of their fields and burned their houses down to force them into subservience, beat and killed people during the Inquisition for almost five or 600 years who didn't believe in what they said, tried to wipe out any type of belief in the sacredness of the earth and the sacredness of human life tried to wipe out any type of belief in what Jesus was teaching so that they could take over and they could convert us all into violent sociopathic people were willing to do anything to attain money and power. That is our heritage. That is what has happened to almost every person on this earth in every country. Either Christianity came in with a sword and a gun in the cannon or Islam came in with the sword or the gun or the cannon and delivered a fake type of religion along with the real thing. It all sounds good. They quote religious texts. They go and do all kinds of rituals in front of the camera and in front of everybody else in order to look holy and sacred. But at the same time, they support murder. The oppression and suppression of women, slavery, whether actual or economic or through the trickery of arresting people so that they can steal their rights or using negative stereotypes to make these people look horrible and monstrous so that the majority would turn against them and allow them to be abused. No matter what the method, it is diabolical because to be truthful, the institutional religions have been cast down now. This is not to say every institutional religion. It's to say that a significant group, a significant amount, significant enough to ruin the whole thing has finally come to power. It is anti-God, anti-love, 
Antichrist and his time to leave it. It is time to start over again. It is time for those who believe in truth and justice and love to begin to start their own organizations as well as to fight to maintain the pieces of the institutions that haven't been corrupted and taken over by the sociopaths and to drive those sociopaths out by whatever means it's possible. Our problem, you see, is that our civilization has been slowly taken over by a vast minority of violent, hateful people who the majority has accommodated because the majority is not violent and hateful. The majority of people just want to live in harmony and peace. They want to be able to have pleasant lives to raise their kids, to have good families, to explore this world and enjoy the beauty and the fruits of the earth. But they can't do that because a small group of people have decided that we shouldn't be able to do that. And those who are fearful and cowardice have decided to go along with them for the sake of themselves and their own well-being. That is why I say that the institutional church in the United States anyway is dead. Almost all of the credibility that it once had is gone. And if there is no trust in church and state, that leads to disaster. Some might say, perhaps it's the will of God that these things should happen. I think that it is. People say that we are moving into a Kali Yuga situation. Kali Yuga is a time where everything falls apart, where the negativity and the evil and the pain and the suffering rises up, where our own negative karma begins to backfire and destroy us all. When we look around the world today and we see the global warming, when we see the hatred of women, when we see the Christian church manipulating, cheating, and bribing senators and politicians and putting lunatic fringe people in positions as judges and Supreme Court judges, when we see a person who claims to be a good Catholic being president who is arming the world to its teeth with nuclear submarines and working to create nuclear warheads and faster missiles so that they can attack other people while calling themselves Christian. We can see traces of 
Kali Yuga everywhere. But I think that this is not the beginning of Kali Yuga. This is the end of Kali Yuga. Kali Yuga started about a thousand years ago when the church decided that it could go over to the Middle East and attack Arabs and fight Muslims and fight against Islamic people so that he could open up routes to the East in order to get the spices and things like that that they wanted when they decided that they could use the excuse of freeing Jerusalem in order to go in order to make money for the merchants in order to get around paying tariffs or making deals with the people in those countries. When that happened, Kali Yuga began, and they fought wars for hundreds of years to do that, saying they were doing it in the name of Jesus and fighting against Islam and fighting to save Jerusalem, while at the same time, those who had power and money were making a fortune off of the war, just as they are today. It is said that many people in England sent their children out to fight as crusaders. In that way, they relieved themselves of the burden of having to care for their own children and feed them. And many of the children were kidnapped and sold into slavery by those who were supposed to be leading them in an army. This is the beginning of Kali Yuga. The women who spoke out against it were maimed, killed, beaten, and chastised, and anyone else who did, because the desire was to wipe out any type of thinking and being that resembled the divine here on earth. This was the beginning of Kali Yuga. And if we look at the last thousand years, we can see how things got worse and worse and worse until we arrived at this time now where the earth itself is threatening to destroy us because we have sown so much wickedness. We're at a time where the religious fanatics are attempting to have the war that ends all war and possibly civilization. One might say that this administration isn't doing that. I would agree. I would say that what they are doing is setting it up so that when some other person, like a Trump-style person or a Hitler-style person comes in, they'll have the weaponry and the techniques and the technology and all of that in place so that when they have the nerve to do what this one would do, if they could get away with it, they will cause so much death, pain, suffering, and destruction 
that perhaps the earth will be cleansed of people like them. Perhaps those who have been accepting of the sick, the twisted, the psychologically deficient, will then be forced to rise up and clear this earth by any means possible. I just pray for the innocent because I can just see hard times ahead of us. The world can be hard sometimes. Things can be downright scary. Even so, if we work together we can create a better world for all of us. Hit the link. Subscribe. Visit our website and find out how we can make this life a little better together. What can be better than helping to make your dreams come true, and helping others do so, at the same time? Join us. Are you a spiritual teacher, or life coach? I think today we, as a country and even the world, are going through a collective shadow event. In other words, all of the hidden things that have been working to cause us pain and suffering in this world have been forced to the surface. How can we deal with this? I am going to a free workshop where leading mystics and Jungian analysts will be talking about what issues may come up, and how to deal with them and everything else happening as a result of living during these troubled times. They also have a school attached that gives lifetime memberships for a ridiculously low price. I am addressing spiritual teachers, because this is something we need to know not only to help ourselves, but so we can at least point people in the right direction when necessary. We can heal this broken society if we work together. You will find a link in the description box that will take you to our website where you can explore the Jung platform for learning. Sometimes they have free events, sometimes for a fee, but there are many, and you can get a valuable lifetime membership for a very low price. Good luck! Let's make this world better, together. I had a job once that was just horrible. I was driving for about an hour or two in each direction, commuting. I was getting up at 4.30 every morning. I drive to work. I get there around 7 or 8. It was a job doing carpet cleaning. Hard labor, very hard labor, because I didn't even use a wand. We had a big thing like a buffer, and we used that along with a big, giant, wet, dry vacuum cleaner and a whole lot of different spotters to clean different spots out of the rug. And we used to do sofas by hand with a little brush and foam, and we did everything in the house. Sometimes we'd work 13 or 14 hours a day, and I'd come home at night, and I'd go to bed around 10 or 11 o'clock, and I would pray that I did not wake up the next day and when I woke up in the morning, I would be angry because I did die in my sleep. That is how miserable my life was at the time. And so I was living this horrible life, slowly dying, losing weight, getting sick from the chemicals that I kept smelling over and over again every day. But I kept going because I could make a lot of money doing that job and I was supposed to be in a management training program. 
I was not learning how to clean carpet. You see, I was learning how to sell the services. And the more you learned how to sell the services, the higher you moved up until you moved up into management where you did less cleaning. And so I kept working at that, feeling that I had to make it. I had to be something special. I had a four-year college degree. I had gone to graduate school, which didn't work out. I got in a motorcycle accident in my first semester, had to go home and never went back, tried to make it. I was determined not to quit. I remember driving back and forth and talking to myself, just saying, oh, I got to make it. I just can't fail. I don't know what to do. While I was driving down the road, I heard this small, still voice. It wasn't loud. It wasn't like hearing something outside of myself in my ear. It was a small voice coming deep, deep from inside myself. It is a voice that I had heard much earlier working out and exercising one time when I was looking for the voice of God and I heard that same still small voice calm and peaceful that I had never heard before. It was that voice again. And the voice said, quit. And I said to myself, I can't just quit. He said, quit. And then this song came on the radio. I remember this song. It was about love, but it was also speaking about me. It said, don't try to tell me it's over. Only if you want it to be. What you're going to do about your miracle? Stand up and fight. This is it. Make no mistake. Where you are, the waiting is over. This is it. Don't be a fool with your life. And I thought about that. Said no time for wondering why. It's here. The moment is now about to decide. I realized that I was up against the wall. There was no arguing, no struggling, no time to wait, no putting off a decision. And later, I decided to quit. They tried to talk me into staying. Of course, they did that to everybody when they quit. But I decided to quit. And when I went back to my old job that I had for five or six years, they were happy to take me back, and they put me in a better position than when I left. Our hearts are telling us to quit. All of us, this society, deep down we know that we have been going in a destructive direction for the last 40 or 50 years We've been playing games. We've been trying to find self-esteem. 
by performing and trying to achieve better than other people or more than other people. We begin to worship human beings instead of the divine, giving one person billions of dollars while leaving others who couldn't perform as well. The trickery and treachery that it takes to rise to the top, lying in the gutters. We look at people like basketball players and tennis players and football players, and we give them millions and millions of dollars a year. While many other people are making seven twenty-five an hour, and we have convinced ourselves to think that those people deserve to get millions of dollars a year because of the hard work that they put in as they climb to the top. But I'm sorry, but they don't deserve to get that much money while other people who are working just as hard as something else are perishing. It's not my fault that they strove and worked hard to make money playing that sport or that they loved that sport enough to strive so hard. They don't deserve any more than anyone else who works just as hard at something else. But we've all brainwashed ourselves in the thinking that one group needs to have it all while the other has nothing. I call this the acceptance of anti-Christ teachings and anti-God understanding of the world by the very nature of the way we are being raised and the way we learn to process information we have turned our back on whatever we perceive as God or creation and now with minds warped and twisted we are beginning to create the world as we think it is instead of as it is and we can see the outcome in the world right now. Where there's hatred, division, ignorance, and illogic pouring into this reality and almost country, every country threatening to destroy the whole. The one thing that every country on this earth has in common is that 1% of the people in almost every country, not in every one, owns about 95% of the wealth. And they are all interlinked in some way. That is what is happening in this world. We have allowed the ones who don't care to rise to the top. And we learn to kick ourselves because we care too much 
we love too much. We are too much like God, goddess, the creative energy at the core of the universe to do whatever it takes to get ahead. And that is the most sad thing. That is the biggest tragedy. Please answer the following questions. One, do you want or need more money than you have right now? Two, do you know two or more people in your network who want or need more money than they have right now? Three, do you have $75 or more to get started with your own crowdfunding system right now? If you've answered yes to all three, hit the link in the description section, watch the short video, and become part of our cooperative crowdfunding system. If you are serious about changing your life situation, visit our crowdfunding link and become part of this great experiment. Exploring spirituality very deeply can be very difficult, especially in a society like ours, and especially for people who are African American and who don't fit in the mainstream. The problem with going to places in the mainstream is that we often run into a wall of racism and negativity. Sometimes we're not even allowed in the true sacred circles where they explore deep spirituality. Often in our own communities, we are surrounded by the black church, which understands any type of spirituality, except for Christianity, to be from demons or the devil. This even includes the spirituality of our ancestors. We have written a book called Coming Up on the Rough Side, a memoir about the experiences of Om Prakash Gilmore working hard in order to take a hold of this being that some call God in a mystical sense. Read about the journey of Om Prakash, the struggle against the church, the white community, and many of the social implications of life that stifled and almost destroyed him as he continually sought to merge with the divine because of a deeply seated desire planted within his heart. You can purchase this book at Amazon.com or Clearspace.com or you can go to our website at www.nextstepcoaching.mysite.com Com. That is www.nextstepcoaching.mysite.com And on one of our website pages, you will find a link taking you directly to Amazon.com where you can learn just a little bit more about the book. And so there are ways for us to prosper even during these dangerous times and these trifling times. That is by remembering that the only thing that pain and suffering and negativity usually destroys is 
the negativity in our hearts and in our egos. Nothing can destroy the love that exists within us, the compassion and the caring. And if we realize and become aware of the fact that that is what we are, the love, the compassion, the creative life energy of the universe and begin to live as that, no matter what happens on this earth and with these people, we will live, we will survive, we will become stronger. We will work together to create a new nation, a new world. And out of the ashes will rise like golden phoenixes spreading our wings. No matter what our faith you see, no matter what our belief or our faith system, we are all seeking the embodiment of love by whatever name exists. We have different names and symbols for the divine only because we are different people living in different cultures. And so we experience the archetype or the ideas about those things in different ways, but those who love are speaking of the same thing. Those who don't love have to create one idea of a God and then beat people to death to accept that idea. And that idea often includes some being that only accepts his own kind and despises all others, all of those on the outside, or claims to love them, but kills them, steals from them, and destroys from them. In other words, that being which the liars have created are liars, a cheater and a manipulator made in their own image. These are the truths we need to look at, friends. We have to be able to separate the religion from the religious. We have to be able to separate the ideas of the God from the dominator psychopathic, small percentage of people who use them for propaganda. And when we can get to the core of what is being said and meant, we'll be free. But we can only be free by creating a system of truth and love together. That is the only way that we can do it. Thank you for being with us. We don't ask that you believe everything we say, but we do ask that you do your research on a valid search engine like dogpile.com. And so we'd like to thank you for being with us today. 
we've invited you to visit our website several times. We have a donation page at our website where you can become a patron if you like and support us monthly or give us a one-time donation so we can carry out our mission in order to bring truth, justice, equity, and compassion to the world. Now we are even running a campaign where we will not be only teaching Tai Chi and Qigong, but we will be doing hands-on healing, a combination of neuromuscular massage, Reiki and myofascial release. Us, perhaps you would like to purchase a certificate online for a discount priced massage or body work. And soon we will be having Groupons coming out promoting it. We'll leave a link on our webpage. And even if you don't come in for the massage, perhaps you would like to purchase some of them and give them to a friend or just purchase them and not use them so that we can use our funds in order to bring truth, light, and the way, and life to a dying world and to teach people how to be strong and to live in the light of love and joy no matter how dark this world becomes. Warrior of Compassion Reflections. Available 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. every Wednesday. Thank you once again. And namaste, folks. The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. Say what? The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. What? Say what?